podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. Welcome to this week's five-year plan podcast extra. 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 Uh, about it. This, this is the normal part four of the pod, but we're doing it as an extra pod to preview uh, this week's game against Leicester City. Um, I'll remind you, of course, that we are sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. I will. I will. Oh, very good. Um, and we will be playing Leicester. Are on Saturday, the league leaders, still mm. the league leaders, um, at Selhurst Park, fresh off the back of an FA Cup quarterfinal win against Reading. Would it be totally Palace to finally get that league win, beat Leicester, and as a result, be the ha- most hated team in England because everyone wants Leicester to win the title? I don't. Me neither. Oh, oh. No, okay. No, it would be totally Palace, but I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. Um, this, I, I know behind the scenes Pardew is very very keen to get something out of this game because he's still sulking about Leicester's behaviour for the mm-hmm. home game yeah. Ranieri not shaking hands for whatever reason a couple of particularly robust tackles that uh, Pardew was talking about it's it, technically it, they're the kind of opposition that we should be looking forward to because they do bomb forward they do leave space at the back and you kind of think we mentioned Huth and Morgan before you kind of think they haven't got a lot of mobility in their back four we have got players that should be able to exploit that but it's almost impossible to see our defence at the moment stopping them from yeah. we've, we've got to be cagey against them to some extent any time a team has really tried to take it to them this season yeah. because they've become so adept at that sort of playing on the break manner that they do you know they've absolutely demolished Man City because of it yeah. this season and they're very and they have been particularly lethal in, in front of goal like whenever they get those half chances they are going to put them away so I think Palace almost need to approach this as if to say look we're not going to try and be the, the dominant home team yeah. like we'll, we'll kind of you know play it very cagely to start with see how the game develops in the hope that we can get something from a set piece at some point but even then like set pieces as we're sort of mentioning either on the last podcast or on the earlier part of this extra or whatever we're doing now uh, you know, if, <laughs> corners will give our corners for Palace and set pieces deep into the Leicester half give an opportunity to Leicester if yeah. we don't sort of end up playing them well so we've got to be yeah. a little bit they have careful conceded, about how quickly they turn over the they've, ball. they've conceded more headed goals than the other team in the Premier League which is okay. uh, encouraging that's a good start. that's a very good start. yeah but it's it's also it's interesting you, you're right we do have to be crazy because a lot of teams it's almost as though they don't believe Leicester are a good team mm. they don't believe they should be at the top and they do go gung-ho against them and they leave all that space behind them and they get that, that's, that's where they're really really good on the counter but are they a good team? I, look I, it, it's again it's astonishing to me because I don't think at the start of the season I thought Radieri guaranteed the relegation. Yeah, I think we all, we all did. Yeah. And I don't think at the start of the season you would have taken any one of their starting 11 
and put him in the Palace team. Even Vardy. And everyone talks about Mahrez. He cost I would have four, taken Schmeichel at the start. Well, oh, Schmeichel, yeah, sorry, Schmeichel, okay, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But even Mahrez, he cost 400,000 quid. They didn't know he was a brilliant player. Mm. Kante, they didn't know he was a brilliant player. There's none of them you wouldn't have in your, in your team ahead of any Palace player. So they're a very good side. And it's a classic example of a side that's better than its players. But isn't that the sort of really side we want to be? But we have to be cagey, but we do have to recognise that they're really, really good at what they're doing. It's you, know, you kind of hope that they'll get nervous because they're not going to win it any other year. They're not going to get near it any other year. It's just that this year, Chelsea, Liverpool, to an extent, United and City have underachieved a little bit. So, but you have to recognise they're not five points clear at the top through flu. Well, Kante and, and Mahrez have actually transpired to, to be very good players. Yeah, but especially know, Kante. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've benefited to a certain. Or, you know, there's the stats that they've had the fewest injuries of any they've team really in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. There's the fact that you know Jamie Vardy, despite playing very well, I think is on his career hot streak. Yeah, um, he, he, I think he's a good Premier League striker, but I don't think he's you know a top four Premier League striker at all. And they've found a tactical system this season that's worked well and that has been completely underestimated yeah. by a lot of teams and you've got to say to a certain extent well sort of fair play to them really yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's kind of now got to the position I, I, I agree with Kevin in that um, and you can kind of see it in the Leicester fans themselves they're all now starting to cash out on their ridiculous bets that are yeah, yeah. Yeah, tens yeah. of thousands of pounds like they are now in a position where they've finally got something to lose because they now believe they can actually win the title yeah. And it's then that the nerves start kicking in. You know, up till now, even when they were playing a few weeks ago against, you know, Man City and Liverpool and Arsenal, they were on a brilliant run in that run yeah. of games, really, getting two wins out of three. Now, they're, they're going to start looking at it and go, we've got something here that we can mess up with. Like, yeah. Yeah. Potentially yeah. historic, this. Yeah. And that's when we started messing up, when we realised yeah. what we had to lose. Yeah. Well, it's the way that it works with a lot of teams. Once you're under the pressure, like the, the sort of archetypal example of that is, Kevin Keegan's Newcastle all those yeah. years ago it was yeah. only once they, they kind of looked down below and went oh shit we've actually got something yeah, that, we yeah. can, that we could do here yeah. that they, they finally feel that the pressure is on them. and I think much as people are saying that <clears throat> Leicester's running is easy all it takes for them to fall out of the title contention is one injury to one of those two out of Mahrez and Vardy and, and Kante, and, 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 Kante. Kante yeah. and for the pressure to start telling I think one of those you would have thought might happen yeah. I, I personally you know, I think it's nice to see someone else up there oh I, no I agree with that would it be good for would it be good for them to win the league? Would yeah. it be good for, be good for Premier for, League football? Premier League would be good for well, it, English football. This was supposed to this is what's supposed to have happened next next year when the T V money came in. Mm. Everyone said it's gonna be much more competitive because people can hold hold, hold on to their players. But yeah, of course it would be good. It, it, I, I don't particularly like it because of Steve Claridge in the playoff final, but yeah, fair enough. anything that shakes up the traditional top four is is of course it's good for the game it's it's generated worldwide interest. Mm. It's not, it isn't going to happen again whatever happens does it not give yeah. fans of clubs like Palace no, the thought that well hang on we it's could... a complete fluke I, th- I think it's a real it's a just, they've just got on this momentum that and yeah, their, their injury run has been miraculous yeah, there was a time during the season when we mentioned in the pod they didn't seem to play a top six team yeah. ever well, it doesn't feel like they have all season no, I know no, they have but I think in a way technically it is an easier run but I think they'd rather be playing Arsenal, Man City, Man United, the teams that are battling for mm. for points down the bottom, and because they know from now on that everyone is going to treat it like an away game, everyone's going to sit back, mm-hmm. try and hit them on the break, squeeze them for space, and they do struggle when that when that happens. It feels know. a bit like so we've been talking on the pod about how we haven't had a lot of luck and things have gone on injuries and lots of form mistakes, whereas it seems like Leicester have had it's ten a seasons yeah. worth of luck. Yeah. Oh, and thrown into run. one. Into yeah. one season. Thrown into one. Yeah. And the one thing we were talking about is that um, 
after the first half of the season, come January, it felt like we had been figured out the way we played some of our games. I still don't understand how Leicester haven't been figured out yet. Because their game plan is so much more simple than ours, really. It literally is defend, defend, defend. Right, we've got two fast players. Where's Morgan Robert Hoove? Vardy yeah. take a beautiful touch, beats a man, beats a man and scores a goal. Yeah. And they just win the same. And I don't know how they're still managing to get away with it. It's kind I'm, of like not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. I suppose it's difficult to come up with a way of countering the counter without basically just being yeah. completely negative. Well, it's like yeah. that thing where people yeah. say the best place to hide some, something is the most obvious place. Their, their game plan is so simple that it's almost it's, people are looking into it too much and they're missing, <laughs> yeah. they're missing the obvious things. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing against them, and there's one reason why I wouldn't like to see the winners, so it's poxy clackers. Yeah, no. really. Like Reading had last. Well, night. last night was a victory for normal football. Of course, he was. Clap with your hands as the song goes. I mean, I mean, I'm just surprised that teams are playing against them, and someone will inevitably tweet me seconds after listening to this and tell me that I'm wrong. I'm just surprised that more teams haven't gone right. There are two danger men are Mares and Vardy. We double mark both of them. Both, yeah. Yeah, 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 give them a lot, of, uh, a lot of attention. Maybe yeah. it's the fact they're not being given enough respect by the opposition. I, I've not seen any team try to double up, particularly on Mares, who has been probably the player of the season in the entire league. Yeah, I, think yeah, he's just I been agree. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And you've got to give them credit for him alone. Yeah. Um, but it just seems strange that no one's really tried to focus in and hone in on it and perhaps it is that complacency and lack of respect and yeah they have had a lot of things fall from this season but they, they still deserve to be where they are and and respect to, to Ranieri as well I guess or, there was a quote last week well, that, he, that he sort of said oh I don't I don't feel like I do too much I don't clearly he will win manager of the year and probably would deserve it even if Leicester don't win but there is a part of me because he did say in that interview you were talking about that the team had a meeting when he came in and told him what he was going to do. The team got together and called him in and said, we're not doing that. All right. And, he's, and he said, I've had nothing to do. He said, the team's picked itself. They refused to play the way I wanted them to play. <laughs> they said, we want to carry on playing. The way he's only said, basically, I just, I just pick him and get on the coach with him. So, <laughs> so <there's laughs> Even an, I could do that. There's an element of humour in that, but you kind of think there's also an element of truth. Mm. in that. They, I'll come they, back to the thing we mentioned yeah. all the time, which is purely confidence. Yeah, yeah of course. If you have confidence in yourself, course, then yeah. it doesn't matter what you're doing. Doesn't matter who, who yeah. you are. Yeah. Well, I, I think exactly. that's and their confidence is probably because <coughs> I think highest I've seen out of any team. Yeah, in the Premier League ever. But I don't think it will take a lot to shake that. Oh no. With with the running, because I think they were the one, they will be the ones that do get nervous on the running because they have got, you know, it, it, their fans would be really disappointed. They end up finishing third. Of course, they'll be telling their grandkids about this season, but. If they've got nothing to show yeah. for it at the end of it. Position they are now, mid-March. Yeah, five, five points clear. ahead. And, and the fact is that everyone's saying it's it's done and dusted, it says, and it's it's far from that. Yeah. It's going to take some sort of peak Ferguson era, United-style resilience yeah. to, to, for them yeah. to like, carry yeah. on with no but, hiccups. But no yeah. other team has it in them. I don't think any other team no. challenging have that in them. No, not the moment. No, I, no, I, I think that might be right. Yeah. Certainly there's yeah, to yeah. lose now. Yeah. Would you guys ever bet on Palace to win the title? Just kind of odds. No, I certainly wouldn't do what somebody tweeted to tell me they did, which was bet on us to go down on New Year's Day. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I never bet on Palace. I always think it's. I, I just can't. I bet on a lot of things, but it just seems wrong somehow. I don't. Know. I bet last time I won money was betting on Palace to stay up when Holloway left. Well, ah, good odds on that. So right, I made a little yeah. bit of money on that. So yeah, well thank done. you very much, Palace. Um, how uh, prediction for Saturday? Then how do we think the game's going to go, and what do we think the score's going to be? I'd, if I had to predict a score, which you've just asked me to do, I don't, so, have, yeah, yeah. I don't have to. I would <coughs> logic would go one 0 to Leicester mm-hmm. because our home form is still poor. But as you hinted earlier on, this is the sort of game that perhaps 
you know, we might dig in and get a point. I don't know. But We've got the post FA Cup glow. We're now all optimistic again. Yeah. We think that Leicester at some point have got another hiccup. So we're 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 like the old Cristambul, where a team comes down that's running for the title, thinking, right, we've got a chance. Although they're not going to play the same way as Liverpool, I'm not going to say they're just going to try and score seven goals. Yeah. But I do think it will be, we are one of those teams that does seem to ruin other people's seasons. We do. We have it in us. We have it in us. We just, we upset yeah. teams. And I think this, coming off this FA Cup, well, we say that every that time we win in the FA Cup. We? We've already upset Klopp's, Klopp's first, yeah. first oh, yeah. feet. We yeah. upset uh, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. We've got it in us. Yeah. Will you guys pick the uh, same team that started against Reading, which I think arguably is our strongest punching available lineup, isn't it? Punching available. Sub last night, so I presume he's available. So I think you bring punching back. Actually, would you, you guys bring, bring, bring punching back? Just for a bit of creativity, we'd feel probably yes. A bit for Sitkabai, yeah, a bit further back. You've got to be better with retaining the ball against Leicester than we sometimes yeah. have been recently. Because if, yeah. if you sort of turn it over cheaply, they will do you on good the counter. Good point. Can't yeah. punch, it in the middle of the park. Yeah, and good point. Punching does keep the ball a little bit better yeah. than Jedinak at times. You know, um, so <laughs> that man with faint praise. Uh, so I'd, I'd certainly bring him in. Yeah, okay. because of that. Also, he's another option for dead balls as well. Which, if we're saying that Leicester yeah. concede from from, from headers, headers yeah. then. Fair enough, we good score stuff. Yeah. We do, well we used to, don't we? Mm. We used to, so. Good, okay, right, well that wraps up uh, this one-off special <laughs> podcast extra preview. Let us know what you think. If you enjoyed uh, this, uh, this part four of the preview, then let us know. Unless um, you couldn't download it. Which unless, case. <laughs> exactly, yeah. In that case, just do, do your own thing, do what you yeah. want to do. Uh, thank you for listening. We will be back with you after the Leicester game. So see you then. Bye. Great. Bye. Hey. Podcast Network.